Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's go! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Grab your microphone, Ricky. One, two, three, four, five. All right. You told me we had to get this guy on. It's another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast. We're on location. We're not in Toronto. We're not in Ottawa. We're not in Medicine Hat. We're in Southern California at Ricky's uh, Orange County home. And you invited a guy that I have no idea who he is, but you said he's going to be probably the best guest we've had. He's bald. He's from Canada. And you had a big smile on your face. He is the original Greek freak. When I say that, I, I mean it with all the love. Is um, my microphone working on it? Yeah. <laughs> Are we allowed to cuss? Oh, you're allowed to do whatever f- yourself. <laughs> what is his name and the, who is he? Alex. We call him Drop. He and Drop? Drop. Drop. Alex it's funny because, because we, when we did the fan questions, uh-huh. um, somebody, somebody sent me a direct message. He's like, when are you going to have a bullpen catcher on? And I was like... Shut the what? fuck up. Honest no, question. Honest question. And I was like... Dude, what a great idea. Yes. I know the perfect guy for this episode. And I met Drop as a young, young Wait, You really pup. do call him Drop? That's his yeah, name? Yeah. Everybody yeah. calls him Drop. Everybody calls me. Okay, yeah, so if I, I go to Toronto, I tell everybody, hey, I know Drop. Oh, they don't know who you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. If I say Alex? No. No. And- Andropolis? <laughs> Probably not. Hey, Drop. Drop. Front of the line. Front of the line. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay. Sounds he's got that right. kind of pull. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> he's one of the... Hardest working man in all of baseball, honestly, and in, in, in the organization from day one that I met him, he's been real with me. He's been one of my good friends. Anytime we I go back and I see him, it's one of those things where we we hit it off like we just saw each other the, the night before. It's one of those relationships. Uh, as a young pup, he he kind of showed me the way. Honestly, hey, make sure you're doing this. Make sure you're doing that. He's the one in spring training making sure every field has the baseballs, making sure everything has the equipment out there. I mean, this guy is just working nonstop. He's a bullpen catcher. He's making sure the balls are rubbed up. He's making sure that the starting pitcher or the guy throwing a bullpen that day is getting warmed up by him and and whatnot. And, I mean, we've had – I mean, he's done it for – uh, 18 years already as a bullpen catcher. So he in was Toronto. there when you got drafted, all that stuff? Oh, and before that, yeah. I mean, so he's probably seen a lot of the guys that have come up through that system. I mean, from the Doc Hallidays to probably Chris Carpenter, um, you know, guys like that. And uh, and I think uh, his story is unique because he was a player. 
um from what i hear he he doesn't like talking about his playing days but we're gonna get it out of him today and um thank you goodness for baseball reference yeah thank goodness for that but <laughs> but you know, okay let me ask you this and though. a guy that was from what i hear was really good was close to getting to the big leagues but obviously injuries got in the way of that and but like i said I mean, when you first class type guy these players people in the bullpen for a pitcher are very important you have the bullpen coach but then the bullpen catcher it's not just somebody they're catching it's somebody who's there with, with you. you yeah because the starting how many ca- people say I could be the bullpen catcher. The starting catcher and the backup catcher are not going to come in on their fucking days off to catch your bullpen. <laughs> no drop is I do. drop has to come in and and me I learned it from Doc at the time and he'll tell he'll tell you I'd be like hey dude day off I'd be like hey I'm coming in at 10 a.m. He'd be like fuck off dude. Like <laughs> no I'm serious I'm coming at 10 a.m. But the guy was there every time you know and it was just one of those things because Doc. And he would, I mean, we'll yeah. dive into some of those stories. He was really particular about the, the time he wanted to come in, get his work done. And he wasn't going to say no to you, Doc. You, he'll say fuck no to me, but he'll, he wouldn't all, say that to Doc. You're all giddy. You, we have a lot of different guests. We've had people come on. and But when you mentioned This is my drop, guy, man. This you, is my you, guy. He's sitting next to you. Let's this, bring him in. This. Drop Alex Andreopoulos. Hopefully I'm saying your name right. Yeah, Actually, it's right. Aleko. Aleko's in Greek. Yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah. a Greek-Canadian. Yeah. What is your role with the team? <laughs> I remember when they drafted you. You remember that? Yeah. And you, they brought you to Toronto. I had to mm-hmm. catch your fucking bullpen. You sucked that day. But <laughs> Wait, you, you had to throw a bullpen when you got drafted? In 2005, when I got drafted, they flew me out, yeah, me and my Toronto. whole family. Yeah. And, and he got to catch it. Yeah. And, um, I got to do all that bullshit. Yeah, so he... Like I said, really nice guy. He's a little grumpy right now, but uh, yeah, stay with us. Stay with us. <laughs> Wait, so when you saw Ricky, what'd you think? No, nah, man, he had good shit. Fucking, I remember when they were talking about him in the draft and watching videos and shit, man. He was, he was the man. He had good shit, man. Good career, and you know, I love him like a little brother. So, so when he came in, you're like, okay, this guy got two point four million. Nah, you know what? Honestly, you know, we laugh, guys. I joke with the guys, but I don't think of it that way, man. I don't, I don't think. Oh, of we it. do. We make fun of him. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> No, man, I don't think about the money. I don't care, give a shit what guys do, you know, on the field, this and that. I'm there for the guys off the field more than anything, man. I just like hanging out with the guys. And What's your role? I throw BP. I catch bullpens, you know. I just try to show a lot of the young guys the way when they first come up, and I'm just there. I'm there for people. Yeah, but you're more than just there because I've heard him yeah. talk about you. I've heard other guys. Uh, Richmond talked about you. Guys that, uh, guys that have been in the organization that we've had on the as previous guests, I've heard this name drop, and I didn't know if they were making – of somebody or they're messing with me because now that i'm getting to know some of ricky's friends you guys book around a lot so especially me the new guy i'm like all right so this drop guy it's he's a character is what yeah, I've he's told. Awesome. but when it comes down to the work business that's when you're just they've also oh he's like consummate him. professional yeah nah, man i've been doing this a long time you know i love the being in the big leagues i love being at home you know you gotta be a pro you just you show up to work you do your thing man you drop, know what i mean so, i mean you said you've done it for 18 years, and how long did you play for? Eight. Eight. Yeah. And, you know, obviously, back when you were probably growing up a little bit, baseball wasn't as big no. in, 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 in Canada. Canada. What part of Canada did you grow up? Toronto. In Toronto. In Toronto, yeah. And, you know, obviously, it's a very hockey-dominated yep. area. And what made you interested in the game of baseball? Well, growing up, we all played hockey. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I was a goalie, and we played neighborhoods, you know, neighborhood against neighborhood. And mm-hmm. I took a stick in the eye one day, almost lost my eye. And my dad was like, no more, that's it. And so 
I went down to the park. You know, I was pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> my dad didn't want me to play hockey. How old were I don't remember, man. Eight, nine years old. I don't wow. Know. So you started playing baseball that late? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And there was a tryout for some team, some uh-huh. baseball team. So I just went down there and started throwing the ball around, this and that. And next thing I know, I was playing baseball, man. Did you even know what baseball was? No, not really. So you didn't even know what position you were in? Nothing. Play? I nothing. just went down to the park by myself, man, pissed off. And <laughs> I just <laughs> I started the tryout camp for some. So did, did baseball come easy to you? Like it just you pick it, it up. It was crazy, quick? man. It just because happened quick. Yeah. A lot of a lot yeah. of our guests that we've had, I mean, they've been playing baseball since they were four years old. Yeah, you know, five it just years happened old. quick, man. And I started playing on that team that summer, and you know, and just went from there, man. You know, like, like okay, in Southern California, there's kids playing all year round. Yeah, in Toronto, who's calling you? Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh man, <laughs> it's his wife. My wife loves Ricky, by the way. No. No, right now. No. <laughs> so, so in Toronto, uh, you're not playing all year round. So how did no. you play baseball? No, like, there's like indoor gyms and stuff. We do that. You know, be in the gym inside, playing catch like 90 feet all winter. That's all we could do. You know, it was crazy. So, so Back like, in the day, now there's yeah, now there's like camps and there's mm-hmm. like yeah. baseball camps yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. But when I was coming up, I was playing in the wintertime with my brother in the laneway, in the alleyway, catch to get ready for spring training in the snow. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but it wasn't like you were growing up saying, I want to play for the Blue Jays, No, right? no, no, no. It wasn't like that, man. We all watch hockey, soccer, because I'm, you know, European background. Yeah. That's how we grew up, man. Soccer and hockey. So when did you say, hey, I'm good at baseball? It just, like I said, it happened naturally. I started playing, and then I made that team. And as I went along, you know, I started playing on higher level teams and doing well. And then I got to play for the Team Canada, the junior team, the oh, national wow. team. When did you realize you were going to be a catcher? They, I was a second baseman, okay. And the catcher that first year got hurt or something, and they're like, you know, just put the gear on, go back there. I was like, I don't want to do that. You nuts! <laughs> you look like a goalie. Yeah, and I played goalie too. Oh, so <laughs> I, guys still make fun of me because I do kick saves in the bullpen and all that. Shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you know. But uh, yeah, so I started catching, and I just kind went of off. Evolved from yeah, there. Evolved from there. Went to Seton Hall, got a scholarship, so it was good, man. So you end up, so you end up playing as a young kid and you make yourself or you you go through the canadian level like yeah. you said playing juniors and then you go to Seton hall in the united states states in jersey yeah. and how did how did how, how was that connection you? when i was playing with team canada one of our coaches went to princeton okay. so he knew the coach at Seton hall and he said hey i got this kid you know he's a pretty good player plays for the national team Goes, you know, the junior team at the time. So you had been, you probably had never really left Toronto, no. Canada area. So no. how was that transition when you come from Canada into the United States? Now you got to, I mean, it's obviously a little bit of a different world. Uh, you know, I mean, when I first, when I first traveled with the national team, I mean, we traveled to Europe, okay. and, you know, down South America yeah, yeah. and stuff. So we, you know, we, I left, I did leave. Mm-hmm. So when I got to Seton Hall, one, it was a jersey. It was almost like being at home. Okay. Man. Same thing, you know. Yeah. Like everyone, neighborhoods and stuff. So yeah. it, was, it wasn't it was that hard of a transition. Okay. But uh, it was a lot of fun, though. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's uh, Mo Vaughn, right? Mo Vaughn was there, yeah. Biggio. Yeah. I was right after those guys. So Mo Vaughn, Biggio, right yeah, after. Right Wait, after now you got Biggio's kid coming. Yeah. Through. yeah. That's pretty crazy. That's, yeah. Wait, all right. So let me ask you this. You're telling your friends in Canada, in Toronto, hey, I'm growing up. I'm playing for Team Canada. Your friends must be like, what sport? Because 
they're not really cheering on the baseball team. It's like if it's not the Maple Leafs, it's no. not Hockey Night in Canada. They're they're probably looking at you a little different, right? No, I mean no one played baseball going in my neighborhood, my my family. Right? It's like, grown more now. Yeah, that's yeah, why I'm back in this, this is like thirty years. Well, yeah, so like when you're a teenager and you're yeah. like, I'm gonna go play baseball. They're yeah, like, what no the one like my dad didn't even believe me. Like he he never came to any games or nothing until about a couple of years after I started really getting good, and then I saw him sitting up on the hill watching him play. <laughs> So yeah, no one took no one took it serious, man. So then to get to Seton Hall, which is a big time university, yeah. how were you behind? Like or like I said, man, or you just didn't know? It just came natural, man. Damn. You know, it just I, like I, just, I just I just <laughs> yeah, I just didn't come natural. <laughs> it <laughs> it was easy. Came, you know, it just I did well. You know, I mean, oh, shit. And, I, uh, I hear a lot of stories about him, honestly, in the minor leagues and but, stuff like that. And, you know, I guess not. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying the game's easy. No, 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 no. But you're natural. But I'm, it came, I'm it came. the one guy that knows how hard it is for you, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. at this yeah, yeah. level, man. I know. It just at that age, it just I just played, man. I just it just came to me. I loved it. I played, and then you know I, I kind of took off. And, you know, as as the grind started in the minor leagues and that, I started getting hurt a little yeah, bit yeah, this yeah. and that, and you know that's when I slowed down. But so then Seton Hall. You do well there. Yeah. And did you play for three years or four years? I was I was a freshman All American my first year. Holy fuck! And then I got drafted out of high school, but I turned it down and went to see who, who drafted you. Dodgers. I think it was the Dodgers. Actually, no, hold on. Here you go. Oh, Padres. You were drafted by the Padres, Padres. in 1991. Yeah. 26th round. Yeah. Then at a Harvard Collegiate Institute. Yeah, that was my high school. The Dodgers took you in the 15th round. It, it, after my junior year, yeah. And then I got drafted again my senior year. And then at a, by Seton yeah, Hall. Yeah. 17 round by the Brewers. Brewers, yeah. Brewers. Yeah. Damn, drafted three times. Yeah. That's awesome. So I didn't I didn't even know that drop yeah. about you. And and this guy is good at shit, this guy is good about uh I'll do all the research. Doing the research. <laughs> but so I was, I was Googling drop and it didn't show up. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So then um Tell us about that that minor league experience. Once you get drafted, how much did you sign for, if you remember? Shit, thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. I was a senior, you know. And a and a plane ticket. And a plane ticket to Helena, Montana. Helena, <laughs> yep. The Pioneer League. Helena, do you know how many games you played in Helena? Like five or six. Three. Yeah, whatever. Three, 13 at bats, and then yeah. they sent you to Beloit. And then I went to Beloit, Wisconsin. Because you were tearing it up, right? I, I hit like two home runs in one game there, and then they did sent me to Beloit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Two home runs, seven RBIs in three games. Yeah, something like that. Mash it. Did you, did, you, <laughs> did you hit right-handed or left-handed? Lefty. Lefty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Leco could hit, bro. Yeah. So then that minor league grind, I mean... Tell us a little bit about it. Tell, tell us a little bit. Eight I mean, years in the minors, Ricky. Here are the cities. Ready? Lego, ready? Beloit, Helena. Yeah. Stockton. Stockton. Yeah. Tucson, El Paso, Louisville, Huntsville, Aberdeen. Yeah. Buffalo, Maryland. Memphis, and Ottawa. Yep. Ottawa. Yeah. With the Expos. Their last year. Oh. Was their okay. last year. How many I was in camp with Vladdy, actually. Were you really? Big Vladdy. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Jose Canseco was there that year. It was fucking wild. He said 2002. Oh, yeah. No, get get into yeah, it, man. No, 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 don't no, no, no. don't give us the whole. Canseco's in camp. This is uncensored. Yeah. This is we're talking shot, man. I mean, don't think. I mean, as long as obviously, no, no controversial. No. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, like Canseco's uh, controversial. Keep, he tells us <laughs> people. Anyways. People like no, to hear. The I stories. just remember like those. No, 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 not right now. Thank you. Housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. The sign says do not disturb. No, it's on I the floor. Ricky, Ricky threw on the floor. Fucker. <laughs> so you're two, two, you're in camp with Vlad Guerrero. I remember, yeah. And and Conseco. Yeah, he Conseco was there. It was, it was you know, it was surreal, man. Plus they were doing like all this 
it was like the last year that people were when they went to florida or oh yeah. yeah so there was a lot of like bullshit going on that uh-huh. year you know and it was it was just a weird camp man because people were leaving people were coming i think i think frank was frank Ro- frank robinson was, was the manager, manager. yeah 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 it was weird, bro. Rest like all these superstars, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, you, what the hell? <laughs> you came close to the big leagues with the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. In in '98, '99, one of those years. And how close? I don't know. I was in Louisville, uh-huh. and um, I got hurt. I just remember I broke my shoulder, and the, like two days later, the Double A kid went to the big leagues. Wow. Oh fuck. But. How, how? But I went out that night. You know, I was pissed and my, with my roommate Anthony Iaposi. You know, Posey. No. Anyway, he's the hitting coach in Chicago now, and that's when I met my wife. Really? <laughs> Wait, that's the night you meet your wife? Yeah. Is when you're all pissed off. Pissed off, got hurt. We went out. He got hurt, so I we didn't went know out. My wife was from Chicago. Louisville, man. Or Louisville. 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 Yeah, she's a southern girl. Oh wow. Yeah. So you're wow. pissed off at the world. Yeah, we went out drinking that night, and you know, next thing I know, I ran into her. Really quick, how'd you break your shoulder? Backswing. Um, Backswing. Took a swing, you know, backswing. Like, see the bone still sticks out of it. Oh my goodness. How bad did that hurt? Oh, it hurt like like a motherfucker, bro. Yeah. It hurt like hell. So anyway. So how'd you, wait, I missed the rest of the year off. pretty much. Hey, you're pissed off. You have a broken shoulder. Instead of going to the doctor, you just go to the nah, bar? Nah, back then, man, they had the doctors in the clubhouse. So you just go out, to the bar? You know, whatever, put ice on it, you know. Put ice, you pop can't a play, pill, you know, whiskey. Sling. So I took the sling off, went out that night. <laughs> 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 you should have kept the sling on, get more girls. Nah, you know, I wasn't even thinking like that, man. It was just, I just wanted to go. He broke his thumb too that night, so we Look, just. The he, walking wounded. Yeah, so we just went out drinking, man. We were roommates, you know. We went out drinking and, you know. One thing led to another. Now, 20 years later, I'm married to her. That's awesome. <laughs> and she's awesome, by the way. She Wait, loves she, you. She's she the best. Did she know you. that you were hurt? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told her, hey, yeah, 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 broken yeah. shoulder? Oh, yeah, yeah. At Drop. first, we didn't like each other. Drop. Wait, uh, you didn't like her? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's going to listen to this, too. Oh, shit, I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, my Posey was hooking up with her best friend, and he wanted me to be the wingman. And I was like, motherfucker. I don't want to do this. So we didn't even really talk to each other, bro. We didn't talk to each other. And she's like, you know, I want nothing to do with you. I said, I don't want nothing to do with you either. I'm just hanging with this guy. <laughs> That's 20 years ago. <laughs> That's so great. That's so great. That's a hell of a camp. You um, do that. You, the camp is, you start the year with Conseco and Vlad and you end up with a wife. Well, that was, no, that was like three years later with the Oh, Expos. okay, okay, okay. That's when I started bouncing around because I got hurt and then I got hurt again. And then, you oh, know, okay, how, okay. how tough was it though, knowing that you were that close to the big leagues and then injuries? I mean, you know what? You know but, why, you know why I say that? Because when I got hurt I and coming back from the knee injuries, yeah. I always thought like, I'm going to, I'm going to come back and it never really happened. Yeah, yeah. And it's a tough, I mean, it's, it's tough. It's it is tough, tough, you know. Yeah. It's tough, man. But you, at some point, you got to look yourself in the mirror and be like, you know, am I going to do this or not? And yeah. then this opportunity came up a couple of years later. But let's rewind a little bit. Yeah. When, when you decide to hang them up. Yeah. Like, how tough of a moment was that for you? You know what? I was in, I just got released in Memphis uh-huh. when I was with, I forget who Memphis was, it's Cardinals at the time. Okay. Yeah. And I called the Blue Jays looking for a job. You're uh-huh. thinking Syracuse, you know, back then. Yeah. You know, I'm AAA for four years, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You guys need anybody? And I remember talking to someone, and they're like, no, we don't need no one playing, but we just fired the bullpen catcher. Like, the day I called. And I was like, what's that? 
they're like, you want to come up and finish the year in Toronto doing being the bullpen catcher? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what that is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. They don't have, you didn't know, what? Yeah. Well, because when you're coming to the when minors, you're, you don't, where you're playing, I'm not taking, nobody, nobody knows. But in, don't you know about it? Nobody has training? a bullpen catcher in the minor leagues. No, no, no. And no. probably in the back, in the older days, it, it was probably. There's nobody. We did all the, yeah. as catchers, we did all the work. There's no bullpen catcher. So you call so. looking for, for a, a job, job, playing job. Because that year, in 2002, you were in Memphis and Ottawa. Ottawa. I started in Ottawa. Six games. Got released or whatever. They, I was on the Phantom DL most of the year. Uh-huh. They finally let me go and I went to Memphis. and then 26 I 26 games. Yeah, and I got released and then I called Toronto looking for a job to play. And they're yeah. like, no, we have this opportunity to go in the big leagues. And what year was that, Rock? 2002. 2002. Like, As a, okay, so you take a job, you don't even know it exists? Like, I was, I honestly, I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm, I'll come home. I was fed up. I got released twice. You know, it was near the end of the season. Like, fuck, give me a ride home? Yeah. I was like, you know what? You're gonna fly me. I think I f- they flew me to Baltimore, actually. That's where they were. So I went. Wow, so yeah. you went straight to the big leagues. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I didn't do it as a player. No. But I'm going straight to the show. So I went up there, man. I fucking right away. To BP, you know, <laughs> catch you're, the bullpen. You're throwing BP yeah, right away. Yeah, right away. Like, that's Wait, part of the group, game. Group the one fuck? or two? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> group one or two is where the caballos hit. And okay. I never forget. After like that day and a couple of days, this and that, JP, you know, Shorty, yeah, yeah, he was like, you know, do you want to keep doing this or you want to keep playing next year, this and that. So I had to talk it over with my wife, and we made a decision. You know, I'm like, shit, you know, my body hurt, yeah. you know, from playing yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and I was pissed off. I was like, screwed, man. You get to be home. I'm home. I'm from Toronto. Yeah, you know, not many people get to in this business. You know, work, work from play, home. and be mm-hmm. at, at home. You know, so I was like, and it was probably. I'm guessing, obviously, you grew up a Blue Jay fan. Yeah, we did. I yeah. did. Yeah, and of course. So now you're working for now them. Now I was like in this clubhouse. You know, you know. So you walk into that 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 Baltimore clubhouse your first day. Who are like some of the faces you remember that greeted you right away? Uh, Jeff Ross. Okay. Always boss. Jeff Jeff Ross is the boss. Uh, the equipment manager yeah. for for a long time. He was with the yeah. with us. Um, I don't think he's doing. He's no he's, time, he's, right? No, he's retired. Retired. Now. Okay. But, you know, we you, see him in Florida. Yeah. You walk into this clubhouse. You're 29 years old. Yeah. The day before, you're in Memphis saying, "Fuck, I just got released." I just remember Tosca was the manager, and I remember uh, Gibby was, I think, the first base coach. Okay. But you know, he was the manager in the minors when I played. Okay. So like, kind of. So he knew a little bit. You know, and, and then who were some of the big butter? Names? Butter right away. Yeah, really? Butter. The manager to start the year was Buck Martinez. Yeah, and he got. Who's now a broadcaster? Yeah. And then Carlos Tosca finished the season. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know any of these people? I knew like Gibby a little bit from the mine because he managed the minors when I was coming up. But uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, here it is. My memory is shit Carlos right Delgado. Now. Yeah, Carlos. They actually put my locker next to him in Toronto. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> was, okay. He had an empty locker. Yeah, you know, yeah. In the old club. Was it, it was yeah. like September? No, I don't remember the old. It was like one. September club. Yeah, in September. Okay, yeah. so you get called up. How many of them thought you were one of the September call-ups? Just, when I walked in, I, I remember Carlos saying, "You know, they thought I they signed me to play, but <laughs> I was there to, to be part of the staff." <laughs> Delgado, Orlando Hudson, the old dog. Yeah, that's right. Old dog. Chris old dog. Woodward. Woody, the Woody. best. The wow. best. Eric Hinsky. Yeah. yeah. Shannon Stewart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Vernon wow. Wells. This is bringing back memories now, man. 23-year-old Vernon wow. Wells. Raul Mondesi. Wow. Wow, he was there. Josh Phelps. Oh, Phelpsy. Wow. Yeah. Let's see other names. Uh, Dwayne Weiss, Homer Bush. 
Uh, Kevin Cash. I mean, Cashy. I remember How about Cashy. these? So you got to catch these guys. I remember Cashy. Esteban Loaiza. Yeah, I remember. Aye. Oh, you heard about that trouble, oh, no, right? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he's on vacation. Uh, yeah. Roy Halliday. Yeah, Doc. He was. Did you, you, got, you got a young Doc, though. Yeah. Before he was. I mean, or, or was this at the time where he had, had he already been sent? No, down? he'd been sent down and came back. Okay, okay. And this is when he was kind of more this the three quarter. The top. Okay, okay. Yeah. Kelvin Escobar. Yeah. yeah nasty. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. A name that I know. Justin Miller, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah Justin. Man. Yeah, yeah. Good guy. Wow. Crazy. Good guy. Yeah. Man. His he, tattoo uh, on his butt. Him. He was the best. I heart Billy Koch. I heart yeah, Billy Koch. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, Dan Plesai, Pedro Borbone. Oh, my God. God. Luke Prokopek. Wow. wow. I'm just throwing Mark oh Hendrickson. I'm just throwing names at you right now. Yeah, I used to play chess with him. He used to beat me all the time. So how does this even happen? Because there's no way this happens in this society now where they, hey, Toronto, we need a bullpen. You call. Like I call. It just it was crazy. Who did bro. you call? What number did you have? I called I his name was Tim McCleary. He was the assistant GM at okay. the time. You and know? you knew him? No, I just I Threw an age, my agent at the time, and I'm like, listen, give me a number to call Toronto. He gave me that number. Why didn't your agent him. call? He was, whatever, man. <laughs> I don't remember his name now. So you, agent. But you you took the bull by the horn. Yeah, I just, I'm like, it. I'm going to do it, man. I, I got nothing to lose, exactly. you know? So I called, the and they were like, you know, just come up to Toronto, whatever. I think we went to Toronto. I can't remember if we went to Toronto, then Baltimore. I, I don't remember, man. I just I remember being in Baltimore throwing BP, though. I remember that. Okay, but what the, like... The day before you're like, fuck this game. I'm like pissed off. And now you're in Camden Yards. You know, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in Memphis, you know, and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do now? I remember my wife was with me and I was like, she's like, you know, whatever, man, we'll just go home. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I was like, (laughs) let me call and just see what happens. And next thing I know, I'm. That's crazy. Yeah. 17 years, 18 years, whatever. You walk into this clubhouse, your whole dream was a kid. Like, I'm going to be in the big league. I'm going to be big. Yeah. You get there a different way. Yeah. What'd you think the first time you walk in? I loved it. I loved it. That's it was everything you'd think of. You know, it's big leagues, man. You know, you walk in. To this day, drop. Is it still pretty surreal that you've done it for this long? Oh yeah. And when you walk, in I don't take it for granted, man. You know me. Yeah. I mean, I told people the day I take it for granted, it's time for me to go home. Yeah. You know, I'm lucky, man. I'm in the big leagues. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not a big leaguer. I don't get paid like big leaguers. I don't. uh, But I'm in the big leagues, man. I, you know, I, look, we're it, sitting in a hotel room, so, you know, dr- you know, travel, all that stuff. So it's the best. So since that day, you've never left? No. Oh, fuck. No. I'm telling you, man, he's been one of the the realists. And uh, honestly, um, from, uh, I remember from day one that I walked into the clubhouse, it was one of those things where you definitely took me in, <laughs> you showed me the ropes, and it was like, you know, I get put next to BJ Ryan, who was BJ, a good, right. who was a good friend of yours, and <laughs> yeah. Scott Downs. Downs and wow. it was one of those things where it was like, "Hey, uh, keep your mouth shut, Rick, yeah. around those guys. Yeah. Do your work." And I feel like I always kind of maintain that mentality of get to work and 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 don't try to step on those guys' toes. And you know, if you see BJ in the in the cold tub, make sure you're, you're you get out of there because <laughs> those guys like to have the time to themselves. And I think you were you were a pro in that sense that hey i'm gonna watch out for you just make sure you don't you don't do the wrong thing you know i mean i still do that man you know there's games change you know there's a lot of young yeah guys yeah of now, course you know, and you know a lot of the old stuff is going away which is fine you gotta mm-hmm. adapt with the times but you know me man i still like looking out for the guys so 
when they first come up, any of the young guys, I always tell them, you know, you know, this is how things are done. You know, this is what guys expect. You know, you know, yeah. respectfully behind the scenes. You know me, and you know, if anyone ever needs anything, they can always ask me. I always tell guys, there's no stupid questions, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes and guys are afraid to ask. You know, you're in the big leagues. I'm surrounded by all these big leaguers. Just come ask me, man. And I think that's one of the one things I remember from you. You're like, don't be scared to ask me a question. Yeah, man. Because when you first get there. For our listeners out there, you're lost yeah. as a young pup. You are lost because nobody. There's not really. They don't give you a handbook and say, "Here, this is what you got to do." It's especially in the and I and I don't even. I wouldn't even say I was in the older days, but in the days I was coming up, you, it was like no. make sure you don't do, make sure you don't sit on the couch. Make sure you're not sitting there it watching was a TV. Lot different. It was a lot <laughs> a different. Lot different. Yeah. And and hey, make sure you're you you come in to your work and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things where you know. You obviously being there, you're like, I don't want this to happen to you. I don't yeah. want you to get yelled at. Yeah. So make sure you do this. Yeah. I, I, I remember, man. I remember talking yeah. to you about it. Yeah. And, and a lot of guys about it. Because in the old days, the older guys were a lot tougher than, mm-hmm. not that they're not tough now, but, you know, the the superstitions, the the way you come up, it was different, man. Guys weren't afraid to tell you if you, no, if you fucked no. up. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, and I know so, you've, seen, you've seen plenty of those oh, stories yeah. where they probably wore out young guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drop, when you were figuring out what you wanted to do with your career, when you're playing, right, did you ever pose and think, you know what, one day I'm going to have a baseball card when you were playing hockey? And no. then all of a sudden you're playing baseball, <laughs> and then you're like, you didn't think about that? No, man, it's crazy. I never thought those things, you know? I just I just went with the flow. I didn't make thing. I never, I just wanted to have fun. Were you a baseball fan growing up? Or I mean, we, you, I, would you rather just play? No, I mean, we watched. I watched the Jays, you know, when they came, you know, whatever, you know. I remember back Lloyd Mosby watching Barfield, watching all, that was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Who was your hero growing up? <sighs> or your favorite player? Where you know what? Be- you know you know who I remember, honestly, watching? And I was like, man, Tony Pena. Really? Yeah. Catcher? Catcher, Catcher, yeah. Because he, was, he was with stick the Pirates. that one leg he out. He do that. Man. And I, it's crazy, but I just... <laughs> I do that sometimes. Guys make fun of me. It's just reaction. I, I, I know you do Tony it. Tony yeah. Pena would have that one leg out. Yeah. Was, if you don't know who he is, Google Tony Pena. Actually, just Google it. It'll just it was gonna pop you up. You know, a great story is here. When Pat Henkin was the bullpen, you yeah. could ask him. Yeah. Coach, you know, we were in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And I remember Octavio Dotel threw oh, yeah. 15 dirt balls in a row. And yeah. I was like, bop, 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 bop. And I'll never forget this. Pat will tell this story. Great. The whole front two rows in Anaheim in the bullpen stood up and gave me a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> we were dying laughing, man. Kick saving the beauty. Oh, yeah. was, was there a time when you when you came into the big league clubhouse early on in your career, or when you transitioned to a, to a bullpen catcher, where you were like, "Holy fuck, I can't believe I'm meeting this guy." At first, yeah, those, yeah. those first couple of years, it was like you know, obviously Doc. I mean, yeah, shit, man. I mean when. Know, he was just a pro. He yeah. was I've never seen and to this day, like someone, you know, and no disrespect to you or nobody else. Yeah, yeah. But no. you you were around yeah. that, man. He was a machine. Bro. Yeah. He was just I, I, different. Man. I tell this to Beto all the time and to, to our friends. I'm like, there is no harder worker than him. Nobody. No. No, but nobody was gonna outwork him. Nobody no. was gonna outstudy him. Nothing. Pro. A pro. He was a pro's pro. Yeah. He was like, that's the guy you want people to emulate. That was the guy that, you know, showed he didn't talk much, but he did everything right. I mean, and and when when I mean he didn't even talk, he probably hardly ever talked to drop. No, he didn't. Barely, <laughs> no, honestly, he was just that kind of guy. He was quiet, kept to himself, but he worked his ass off, man. But when it came to 
to like I said, when it came to work and you catching his pants, you it got was to unbelievable. see. You got to see the dock. It was unbelievable, even in his bullpens, because it wasn't just games. His bullpens had to be precise. Yeah, he had to be. He was so locked in as if he was in a game, yeah. right? Because I had I sat in I sat in on a few of them, and I was like, no way. Yeah, and I remember catching him, you know, because other guys, you know, they come down, to yeah, the work, whatever, you they're know, they're throwing hard, I'm like all over the place. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like super focused because you know he gives you that look if you drop a bar. Yeah, like, oh, really? Shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You just have to look at you. Like the first time I played catch with it with him, you remember Brad Arnsberg? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, he was our pitching coach in 2009 and i was playing catch with doc and he's like hey dude just make sure you hit him in the chest every time i was so fucking nervous <laughs> and he was just that oh rick you didn't hit him in the ch- doc is piss he's p- doc he was kind of laughing at the time yeah, yeah, yeah. but dude i was like ah, you know, just like trying to hit him because he hits you in the chest every, every single time. time i could close my eyes and catch his bullpen. yeah really it was, it was one of those do do it was unbelievable i even heard he tried throwing bullpens with his eyes closed just to, so he can focus it was unbelievable man Really? And I'll, I remember Jan, remember Casey Jansen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was those Nerf guns one day. Yeah. And they were shooting each other, him and Vernon, this and that. And it was Doc's start day. So, you know, you're sitting at his locker. Wait, so on a start day, Ricky's telling us the stories that it's don't fuck don't mess him. around. You know, don't even look at him. Yeah. It was, it was just, he was that like for the entire clubhouse. Don't the whole around. clubhouse, but for some they were playing with the Nerf guns that day. <laughs> and Ricky's making a face right now like, oh, Jansen shit. hit him, Doc, with Oh, him. oh yeah. And he was just bent over his locker, and all he, he just turned around, and everyone just sat down. And shut the fuck <laughs> Wait, he didn't say anything. No, he just turned around, went, and everyone just went. Oh shit! The whole clubhouse. Oh, I can see that. I can just. I'm shut picturing the it right fuck now. up, bro. Everybody just sat down. <laughs> Nerf guns went away. Everybody just. It was. It was great. That's awesome. But that, That's you a know, good story. But it's he. He was the best, man. When you uh, look back at some of the people that you played with, like, and you've been around with, those are memories that you have. Oh right? yeah. Like Ricky, uh, we talked to different people on the show and the podcast that those you you don't know where you were last night, but you know that in 1998 in Memphis you were with so and so. Like those memories of baseball, they bring it up to you. Like that's probably what you miss as a player is the most. For me, the be- I tell Ricky, I tell everybody, you know, I don't care what guys do on the field. I don't care if they go for four, they strike out, the you know, gets knocked out the first, anybody, I don't care. I love hanging out with the guys. I love being on the plane. Those are the memories, you know, the camaraderie, hanging out, things we do, you know, yeah. behind yeah. the scenes. Just, you know, that's, I don't care about the on-the-field stuff, And man. honestly, that's one of the things where I feel like, for me, I learned as a young, as a young rookie, make sure you respect every single one of them. Not just your players, not just the players, but the, the clubbies, you know. Yeah. drop and at the time you had brian abraham yeah. helping you yeah, yeah. and he was another bullpen catcher that would help him in spring training and these guys like i said my f- first year there i was like damn these guys are hustling making sure every single uh field has balls has the right machine has this has that and these guys practice ends we go home these guys are there cleaning up you know making sure that all the balls are back uh, making sure the balls are rubbed up for the next game, uh, for the bullpen, making sure certain guys have this, that, whatever they need in the bullpen. So these guys have it all down, man. And So, like, and somebody doesn't understand. Are you, like, part of the coaching staff? You know, I'm one of those. It's weird. It's weird. I'm, like, not a player. I'm not a coach. I'm, like, in between everybody. You know what I mean? I'm not. 
I mean, we're considered part of the staff, but we're not part of it. It's right, hard. You're not to making the lineup. No, I'm. You know. But the co- the managers are relying on you to tell them what's going on. No, I mean, I'm. I mean, when you catch him in the morning, you're like, "Hey, how's he looking with it?" Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. He'll yeah, give you the feedback. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you yeah. Give feedback oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. guys, like with Pete, you know, mm-hmm. pitching coaches, whatever. Though, you know, we talk about it because mm-hmm. I'm catching everybody. So, but and I'm always honest. Like that, like if mm-hmm. they ask me, I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm, you got, as a pitcher, you probably have a better relationship with him than you do with the hundred percent crazy, hundred percent. You'd yeah, be surprised. 100%. Yeah, yeah like I mean, we're talking. You know them yeah. more than anybody else. And, be surprised. And, and it's funny because Pat Henkin tells this story about 2011, the year that I was, that I that I had a good year. How those bullpens I used to throw, and yeah. he says that he's like, dude, those were like it was almost like incredible, bro. Yeah, like he's like you could have pitched in the game that day, yeah. of your, the days of your bullpen, and he would say like, dude, he would always fuck with me. I'd be like, what'd you think? He's like, you fucking suck. <laughs> That's what I'd always get. Sometimes out of I have it. a feeling that it, when if Drop tells you, "Oh, hey, you're good, nice to meet you," all that other stuff, or "Oh, I love you," all that, like you're like, okay, maybe there's something wrong here, right? <laughs> if he's complimenting you, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah you look good, Rick. I'm oh, like, oh fuck, that's probably wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, not. But, yeah. but you know what? It's reverse from, psychology. From, from day one, I I I loved him for him showing me the ropes, the behind the scene ropes. Hey, make sure you're doing this. Make sure you stay clear of this. You know and and I think that 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 helps a young player. So it's like a, a lot. mentor, also. I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 we developed this relationship not just on the field, but off the mm-hmm. field too. You know, where it was like yeah. if we're gonna go get dinner, he'd come along. If we were in a different city, sometimes we'd go. You know, wherever. Like, hey, I'd I'd be like, hey, I have some money from Nike Town. Let's let's go, dude. Yeah. Let's go. I'll take care of you. Yeah. Just because I know the hard work that he puts in. He's not there freaking with sponsorships and this and that so i was like dude i'll take care of well most people probably think he's on the team (laughs) if you're a fan like if you're a fan you're like oh that's the catcher for tonight's game if you don't know any better probably yeah like hey let me get let me get a ball but i'm sure by now every night bro it's crazy man (laughs) yeah holy shit also i for me as a kid i grew up in la i knew that mark cressy was the the dodgers uh bullpen catcher Mm -hmm. like you just knew that and then angels had steve solis you just knew that and guys that Never got to the major leagues, but you get to work as a bullpen catcher, and it seems like you either last a long time or you get out quick. Yeah, it's true. What is it about like that relationship you have to have with the front office? Because you've been there longer than the front office, longer yeah. than the managers, longer than any other player. I've been there a long. You might be the longest tenured person in uniform right now. Yeah, yeah. How? How do you stick around? I just keep my mouth shut. And they make fun of me for saying this, but I keep my mouth shut and I just do my job, man. I don't get involved. I don't make decisions. I don't even give my opinions on stuff like that. And I'm sure Drop has heard a lot of the bitching and whining from players. <laughs> you know? Oh, what the fuck are we doing? Especially this? the lefties, right? They're all weird. <laughs> well, this fucking guy's weird, that's for sure. <laughs> but, you know, I like I said, he's seen it all. But at the same time, like, he understands, like, hey, dude. I'm here just doing my job. And it's true. He does say this all the time. Like, I have no say on if you're going up, you're going down. Yeah. I'm just going to. I go got no say in nothing, man. Yeah. I go out. I catch my bullpens. I throw my batting practice. Guys need something. They come to me. I help them. I do a lot more Wait, stuff you behind the scenes. Every day? every day? Every day. How? I've had two shoulder surgeries. Oh, and then how? How do you keep on throwing? Mm. You know, you have your... Like, I, I pitch to my kid once a week, and after 20 pitches, I'm done. <laughs> like, how? I got to do it, man. I got to, you know, provide a living for the family, man. You and know? then you're 46? 
46, yeah, I think so. Something 46, like that. 47. You, you, or you're Canadian, maybe 46 so, or whatever. How do you squat every day? That never bothered me. Shut up. That never bothered me. I've never had any issues. Never. I'd rather squat. Like if we're, say, at a concert or just standing around, I would squat. I'll, I'll be in my squat for two hours. Easy. Rather than standing. Standing hurts me more than squatting. It, it doesn't hurt at all. Not at what all. about when the balls get thrown in the dirt like Octavio Dotel? No, I mean, I get... I, black and blue all over all year by the end of the year i can't wipe my ass from throwing so much but because you're hurting yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and we take a beating but it's part of the gig and, man. and, and funny thing me and drop were all stars in 2011 yeah, true. what do you mean i went to throw I, to batista at the home run, home run derby. derby oh batista took you yeah. hey quick story quick so, we got plenty of time um, my, my battery's good all right, all right. <laughs> uh, we we uh so i me and Bautista are the representing the Blue Jays in the All Star Game in Arizona, and Bautista is gonna be in the home run derby. So who's gonna throw to him? Drop. He chooses oh. drop. So then, yeah, because you could pick. I come you in the club. Right? I come in the clubhouse and I see drop, and, I, and he's like, "Bro, what the fuck do I do?" And I'm like, "Bro, I don't know. <laughs> it's, my it's my first time. I don't it know what the first fuck time, to do either. Either. Like, I didn't know what the fuck we were. He's doing like, there. I don't even have a locker. I like, nothing. He's like, and I don't want to ask. I don't. I don't know, like, yeah. bro, I'm fucking nervous. I'm fucking nervous <laughs> More right nervous because I didn't know what the fuck was going on, man. And, and it's one thing to throw BP. It's one thing to, to throw BP in an empty stadium. But now you're throwing BP in the home run derby where the whole country's watching. On TV. Not just in the two U.S. Countries. Two countries. Two countries. It was cool. It was cool. Actually, it's, cool. All, it's all around the world, too. They shot him to yeah. And he was... I mean, you would admit it, it was nerve-wracking. Yeah, of course. It took, it took him a little bit to... It took to, a little while to get going, of To course. get going. And before, that, it was like the whole 10-out bullshit. Uh-huh. So, it, it like, you know, it took him a while to get going. And you could tell Bautista was starting to get impatient. Yeah. We talked it, about it. Like, you know... It was it was his fault he didn't win. Yeah, it was my well, fault. Because, <laughs> because you throw up different guys yeah. and you're warming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This round, this round. Like, here, it's like, you got to serve it up. Yeah. You got to serve it up every It was time. like the other day when Vladdy took BP. It's like, you know, who, who the hell... Is there video on BP? It was on TV. I mean, I'm looking up, you know, I'm throwing just like a million people behind them. Yeah. Batty oh, Ricky was recording it too. He said, I was like, chat. what the hell, man? <laughs> like, that never happens, you yeah. know? It was crazy. Oh, yeah. But so I remember, got, I remember that, that exact cool. moment as we were sitting there and I was hanging out with him for a little bit because I was like, I don't know what I'm yeah. doing. Wait, either, you have bro. all these major leaguers, Jeter, everybody else, and you're hanging out with. But that's uh, my guy. Uh, uh, I, I, that's, who, that's why who you are, Rich. Jeter well, wasn't I there. <laughs> this guy's the best. But man. but we were we were just chilling, and I sat there. I was like, let me see, let me go try and find out what what it is that you need to do. Yeah, and then I, we were like sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. And next thing you know, it's like, hey, drop. I think you're up. Yeah. Soon. I was just sitting there. Go warm up. What was your? Where, where did you change? I was in they like on the finally, side, right? No, they. Put me in some locker room like, like down the hall. One of the auxiliary locker rooms. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, what the like fuck the is going on singer? right now, man? <laughs> I didn't have a uniform, nothing. Finally, they brought me uh, my top, this yeah. and that. They're like, all right, go outside. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I haven't even thrown nothing. Where did you change at? Like in the back. So wait, you walk. Okay, let me get this straight. You fly. Yeah. You get your bag at the uh, Phoenix airport, yeah. right? Yeah. You go to the stadium. I went to the hotel. We, uh, hotel. I didn't know, like. Did you have a room? I mean, they had a room. Okay. But I didn't know how to get to the field or nothing. There was no, like, I had no itinerary, and, no and nothing. And is, at the time, he is, like, the yeah, man. He was yeah, so he's, busy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, so bro. busy with the everything that's going on. Because all-star games, you know, is you go yeah. press conference meetings. It's, not, it's not a break. No, it is not. So I remember catching, a, a uh, like, a small bus or something with Stenhouse was there. Okay. He's like, all right, we'll go to the stadium. And I was like, I have no ticket, no pass, no nothing. I pretty much snuck into the stadium, man. Because you're on I'm the bus. I'm throwing BP. 
Were you in uniform? No, I was like regular clothes. Regular clothes. Fuck, that's what we got to do, Bobby, for the next All Star game. So <laughs> me, I'm throwing me, BP. Jay, both of us, we kind of like just stuck walked into in the stadium, man. It was like, what the fuck is going yeah. on right now? And then you go to the clubhouse, and I I couldn't get in the clubhouse. They wouldn't let me in. Well, yeah, because you're just some ball I'm guy walking some, in. Yeah. So finally, I think I don't know if I texted you or Batista I think or it was somebody. Me, yeah. And finally, someone's like, "Oh, you're the guy throwing BP." I'm like, "Yeah, man, fuck." So they put me in some back locker room, and I'm just sitting there like, "All right, you're you're coming up." I was like, "What?" <laughs> you warmed up a little bit in, in the, uh, the in downstairs, a, in that but down it's there. still not the same. And no, then it's you, not the same. When you walk out there, drop. The, honestly, for our listeners out there, when you walk out there and you you said one of the mistakes you made was like you started looking around. Right? Yeah, like no, I chase field. Whatever. There's a couple of mistakes we made that day. We yeah. got too hyped up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, so yeah. when we were out there, usually you know I don't care. Man. Yeah, I, just, I know. Oh, I've been doing this for 18 years. So we're a little too hopped up, let's say. And there's people in the crowd. Yeah. You know? Nah, that never bothered me, man. It was just... The moment. There's just the moment, you know, and we didn't, I didn't prepare correctly like I normally do. And then, you know, it took us a couple rounds, but after that, you know, what we fell behind. Did you wear a Blue Jays top? <laughs> no, they had an actual jersey. With they had an American League it. jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like American League. Yeah. You know, and you I have it at home. Yeah, my yeah. wife framed it for me. Okay. That's awesome. So you have that, and then you get done, and then what happens? They just shoot you out of the stadium? Nothing. I tried. To, I remember trying to grab one of them gold balls because yeah. oh, just take yeah. one with me, and someone grabbed me, so you can't take it. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Wow. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you shitting me? I come all this way. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm fucking getting in a car, going to the airport, catching a red eye back to Toronto. Just like that. That was mm-hmm. it. It was crazy, man. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the uh, wow. So you went there. You're, you have the All Star Game jersey hung up at home. Yep. Do you have this picture that we're about to show you? It's time to go down memory oh, lane. It's called shit. Let's Go Down Memory Lane with Ricky Rowe. Ricky, we're gonna show. Him, uh, drop the picture. Let's do drop. it. Drop. <laughs> you're gonna describe exactly what you uh, see, and you have your eyes closed and you're rubbing your bald head right now. You don't even want to deal with this, do you? No, you don't want to deal with this. <laughs> I'm so hungover. We did Google Images. This is what we do. Oh, shit. We type in your name, uh, Alex Andropoulos. We didn't type in uh, drop. All right. And uh, this is what popped up. You have it, Ricky? Let's do it. Ready? Here we go. Let's go with drop. Here we go. Here we go. Ready, man. What Ready, the fuck? set, go. You got to tell me what you think. Your first thought. Jeez, that's an El Paso. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Where the hell did you find that? Look at that. Look at that. It's a Diablo's jersey. 1997 <sighs> or 1998. Wow, man. Clean shaven. I know. I look good, huh? 24 yeah. years old. Drop. Were you dropped back then? No. Alex? But that was a good summer in El Paso. Still, uh, still Alex? Uh, nice Hooters girls there. <laughs> good. Dude, your wife is listening to this, so man. So what? She knows the story. It was right after. That was before his, he met his wife. Yeah. I showed her a picture of that chick from El Paso. She got pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> Show him the other one, Rick. Show him the other one. You ready for the next one? Damn. That's, yeah, El Paso again. <laughs> Look at that. You're squatting. That's a good squat, huh? Beautiful <laughs> white. Like taking a shit, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I think you still have that same glove. Probably. <laughs> same glove, same shoes, man. What kind of cleats is he wearing? <laughs> Nikes. Some nice little Cooperstown Nikes. <laughs> Old oh, show. Hey, were you one of those guys that look good, play good? No, I didn't I didn't look good, bro. <laughs> I tried to play good, but that didn't last too long either. So that's why I'm the bullpen catcher now. <laughs> John, when you uh we're gonna have some fun with you now, even though we've been yeah. having fun for 40 yeah. minutes. All right. So you've seen the grind, yeah. you're on the buses, you're on the planes, all that other stuff. Fuck hell, you're in the Pioneer League. Best brawl you've been involved with? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Actually, Team Canada against what? Mexico. Oh, you were in that one? No, the 
there was a, one original one way back. Oh. We were in Cuba, and they kind of blamed me for starting it. If you, you could actually look it oh, up, oh, you might find you. it. They said I said a certain name against a, I insulted one of the other players and brawl started, let's just say. But it's not true. It's not true. So wait, the Canadians Us, fought Mexico, Mexico and Cuba. In Cuba. This is way year? before that. What year? Baseball Classic one. You're that in. was in uh, like 90, 89, okay. so 91, somewhere in there. The Mexicans accuse you of using a... No, we were throwing at each other like in, you know, whatever. And, and then the media reports after, like we, they wanted to kick us out of Cuba and shit. And, <laughs> and I remember going home, it was on TSN, you know. <laughs> they said I called some fucking guy a third world cheerleader, which wasn't true. It wasn't true at all. But yeah. they needed a story. But the brawl was fucking intense bro did we you throw some punches benches bro. cleared oh yeah it was crazy how'd Bat, it happen bats th- balls being thrown guys in the stands fucking coming down but this is like 1989 there's no security like, is this the goodwill like, games huh goodwill Good games something oh. like that yeah something like that yeah it was some kind of games or something what about in the big leagues big as leagues a, as a bullpen catcher because drops the one in texas with batista oh yeah duh the punch i'll tell you what drop is one of the one of the guys that one of the first guys that is ready to come out and and oh yeah we sprinted out there bro yeah. I he's mean, always out there man you know what there were some throw balls being thrown under the pile in that we, one man we, we had CC Sabathia as a guest and I asked him what's the best brawl you've ever oh, been oh the in? one with yeah with them Jesse too Carlson. yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah Posada yeah. oh yeah that's right remember Holy that shit yeah. Jesse Carlson yeah wow man yeah did you ever get hit in a brawl no we you know we stay on the outside man no but I mean, as a player. Because the catcher's always... Oh, no, in that brawl, yeah. In Canada, Mexico? I just remember the guy, I was warming up the pitcher, and when I just saw our guys running from the duck, and I'm like, what the fuck? They're like, look out. And just as I turned, some guy jumped me. So I just turtled down, and I just felt a massive pile of bodies everywhere. But I didn't get hit. I just kind of... And then it kind of dispersed, and I kind of stood up. I was like, everyone kind of paired off. It was like a hockey brawl, bro. It was crazy, man. (laughs) It was fucking nuts. It was great. It was awesome. You get going after that. All right. So now let me get take you back to the major leagues. You get called up, right? You're in uh, Memphis, got released. Yeah. You get to Baltimore. What are you wearing? What am I wearing? Did you have a suit? No. No, no, no. What about the first time you got on the on the show bird? On the bird back then we had to wear suits. Everyone. Did you have a good suit? No. I had to go get buy one. <laughs> Where'd you go? Holy CNR probably No I was at uh, In Toronto at the mall What's it called man Moors or some shit Some <laughs> What, what did you buy How bad Just it was a like black 2002 Come on tell me you had like An ugly tie A, a had black a suit. suit Yeah baggy Back. Stupid little tie <laughs> I just You know I didn't know man I just remember Everyone had to wear suits back then It's not like now I mean did you Did we yeah, have yeah. to dress up oh, Right yeah. Yeah, But yeah. did you tell the guy you know, like, I heard it's different nowadays <laughs> It's a lot different <laughs> What did uh, uh, Richmond say? He went and got a suit and told the guy, yeah, I'm going to the show, baby. Yeah. Did he? <laughs> no, I never said that. Nah. I should have, but I never said that. <laughs> what about when, uh, so a bullpen catcher, obviously you're not making millions, no. right? But it feels different, right? Everything is different for you, right? Like when you're on the plane the first time and you're oh, like, wait a minute, man. I don't touch my bags? It's crazy. I tell people like we're so spoiled. Like I... We are so spoiled the way we travel, what we eat, just the lifestyle. It's just crazy, man. Everything's taken care of for you. It's like, it's just nuts. And I love it. I don't take it for granted ever, man. You know this, Hey, man. there's ever, also stories ever, ever, ever. when uh, 
the guys used to place bets yeah. or like <laughs> drops like the guy that you know obviously uh oh shit will never Uh-oh. say no to money and, and i don't mean that in a bad way but just like if you dare him to do something, he's gonna do it. Oh, he's that and, guy. And, and, and I used to, not yeah, no more. Fuck well, that. BJ Ryan yeah, and all those BJ, older guys. BJ. Hey, next home run that's hit, you yeah. won't, you won't take it in the back. Take it in the back or take it off your chest. So there's highlights where there's a home run yeah. and he's running, running, <laughs> running, <laughs> boom, in the bullpen. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I took it right in the back. And he said, if you take it, five grand. He says, if it gets on ESPN, I'll give you ten. So I'll never forget. David Eckstein, thank God he hit it. You know, I love yeah. that. David Eckstein hit a home run? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it just went perfect. It wasn't like... And he timed it perfectly. I saw... You just see, I'm running... Whack! <laughs> right in between the numbers? <laughs> yeah. And I remember BJ's wife saying, you better not be on ESPN. You better not be on ESPN. <laughs> Wait, so you got five grand? So the next day, he had five grand in my locker for me. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was that's, the what man. Hap- that's what happened in the bullpen, right? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and then one day we're in Fenway, and I remember it was September call-ups, and everyone's like, we had this little weight, like a three-pound weight, four-pound weight, whatever. They're like, drop. Let me drop this on your nuts. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was stupid shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, 100 bucks each. I'm like, all right. So right in the bullpen in Fenway, I laid down, and BJ just went, plop, <laughs> right in the nuts. But there was like- Do you wear a cup? Yeah. Okay. But we had like 12 guys down there, so I got like 1,200 bucks. <laughs> Dude, that's it's some good shit, man. And I'm then we were in, uh, I think, in Arizona. You know those little Gatorade cooler yeah, things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like, you sit in there for an, half an inning. I'll give you a thousand bucks. I was like, fuck it. So I said, thank. It was like a six pitch inning. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so these little games. That's what. You, that's why baseball. Look, if you're a fan, you're sitting there, you're like, damn, it's fucking boring. This game taking too long, blah, yeah. the shift, all that stuff. But those memories right there, the camaraderie, oh, yeah. that's right. what happened. Rick, oh, yeah. you didn't get to experience that because you were a starter, but you wouldn't go to the bullpen and hear these stories. Oh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I wish I would have. But you would sense. come back and you would hear it, right? Oh, yeah. I would hear it. I would hear it. I, I You know, it was just, drop was always in the middle of it, man. And it was fucking hilarious. Like right now, the Angels, Doe Ramirez, who we had on the podcast, you know, he doesn't really talk much. But it, the Angels hit a home run, and they, you know, they have the fireworks in center field. They have it where he gets the foam roller, and he stands there like it's a gren- grenade launcher, and the guys are like pumping up like their ammunition, and, and they're launching and everything else, <laughs> and they're like high fiving each other. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck's going yeah, on? So yeah. I text the Melly. He's like, it's fun, bro. Yeah, like man. these little fuck things yeah. that you have to do. Like you'll probably remember that more than anything else. I remember all that shit. Yeah. That's that's like I said, that's the best part of my job. Just that it, shit. I love that stuff. Yeah. The guy You have to out. do that to keep yourself sane too. Yeah, you can't man. be stressed all the time. No, nah, man, you can't. No. It it takes a toll if you're like serious all the time and stressed and thinking about that shit. It's a hard game, man. It's a hard game. Especially for the relievers. Yeah, man. It's hard, man. Every every job is hard in the big leagues. Like I get pissed when I hear guys say, Well, this guy sucks. This no, he doesn't suck. He's in the big leagues, man. He's one of the best players in the world. 1% of the 1% you know what I mean? out there. Nobody sucks at this level. I don't care if they're doing bad or not. No one sucks, though. This is the big leagues. You got to be good to be in the big leagues. So go fuck yourself if you say that. <laughs> Dude, for all of you guys that are... <laughs> Bam. T- exactly. His name is Drop, and I agree with him 100% because in our group chat we have, it's like, oh, baseball is really easy from the, cou- from the couch. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you and know I'm sure many- you go back and you hear probably friends and like, oh, what the fuck was he doing there? Oh, and yeah, and you, know. pro- you probably have to like, hey, hey. hey shut up. Man. Yeah. Yeah, and now you you were part of probably one of the most historic moments in Blue Jay history when Bautista hits oh, that home that run. Was unbelievable! 
I, I'll never forget that. The whole stadium was shaking, man. Like I was standing up on the fence when he hit yeah. it, and I could literally feel the fence shaking, the grandstand behind us shake. It was crazy, man. I'm like goosebumps right now. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Because obviously, I'm sure you were playing ball when the Blue Jays were going through that run yep. in the 90s. Yep. Um, but to been there and experienced it, I think I hear from everyone, it, and they say the exact same thing, that that whole, like there was probably an earthquake that It day. was unbelievable, man. The That's only it. other time was the next year when Edwin, Edwin hit did it. it. Yeah. Was, but the... Because it was our first year back in the playoffs in a long mm -hmm. time, you know, and that whole crazy inning, you know, yeah. so guys were pissed off. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, my God, we're going to lose it because of that, mm -hmm. you know, hitting the guy's hand. Yeah. It was like, no way. And then, you know, a couple errors and you feel the momentum. And, oh, I, like, I can't explain to you the feeling in the stadium that day. Like, we're sitting close. Like, we couldn't, I couldn't hear you right now. Wow. Like, I could not, we'd have to, like, yell in each other's ears just to hear you. And you still, yeah. could, it was so loud. And it was like, oh, man, I'm never going to forget that. The, um, this isn't a Blue Jays podcast, but we're definitely Toronto-centric because of Ricky and the relationship that he has there. And I keep hearing it from people, and it's not just guys that are playing for the Blue Jays, but people that have played in the major leagues. There's nothing like Toronto. It's undercover, sneaky, good city that everybody, if you're a baseball fan, has to go. And you got to smile, not just because you're from there, no, no, but no. you agree, right? No, I agree. And uh, Toronto's a great city, man. You know, I've heard. You know, it takes time for some guys because, you know, they think it's in Canada, it's like a different country, whatever. But, you know, once well, it they, is. Once, but, you know, we're with us in the States, same thing, man. Yeah. All it is is a border. There's no difference. Man. It's really not. It's not. I, I thought it's it was. Not. I mean, your first initial thought is like, oh shit, it's different. But yeah. once you're there, it, I mean, it's not, man. It's not like people are driving on the other side of the no. car. Oh, no, it's a it's, mini New York, bro. It's a mini New. York. I say it's better than New York. You know, I always like I mean, to say it's just better. a melting pot of people. It's a clean. And if you ever, city. if you're ever in Toronto and you want some really good Greek food, I'm sure this is the guy to lead you that way. Sure. Honestly, the drop will take us. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, what if I want to go to Calgary? Can I take drop with me? Yeah, we can go to Calgary. Calgary's a good time, man. Yeah, yeah. stampede, right? Yeah. See, Canada, you got to take pride in where yeah. you're from. Right? Yeah. Now, Alec, um, when you go and you talk to kids or somebody asks you, what do you do? What do you tell them? I tell them, I tell them I'm a Blue Jay coach. That's how people, you okay. know, like sometimes people be like, back home at least, you're a bullpen catcher. What is that? But I'm part of the coaching staff. That's because it. at the end of the day, he, he is a coach, yeah. man. Us pitchers, starters, relievers, we rely on him. There's no better data than the guy that's behind the dish. And he knows the game. He knows movement. He understands velocity. He understands it all. So if you ask him after a bullpen drop, what, what do you see there? Hey, maybe get a little bit more on top of it. Hey, you're getting on the side. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, hell yeah, he's just as valuable as any coach that that uh, that is on that step. And he probably will never admit it. But he's really, when it comes down to it, he's valuable to a pitching staff. And I think that's why he's so loved and so appreciated even, even now, you know. And you see the love and you see him out there. I was there this weekend and he's warming up the starter. And, and, and I think a lot of guys love that about him that he's you know he's there he's he's never even when i would warm up with the starting catcher and drop was always out there watching you warm up making sure i mean because what happens if the catcher is not feeling good and then yep. now, now you're scrambling to Let's find somebody happen. you know so what so advice he, do you have for somebody whose kid is like 11 12 years old and he's a good baseball player have fun just have fun man you know, I mean, there's gonna be enough stresses in life, and I because I used to do baseball camps, and I see crazy parents, you know, pushing their kids, and I'd be like, 
you know, let's just have fun, man. But my kid is the best seventh year old, seventh, seven year old in Manitoba. He's gonna go to the major leagues. I, I know he. Is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. I had parents telling me that with their same thing. I'm like, bro, your kid's nine years old. We're in a gym in December. Calm the fuck down. All right. Let them have some fun, man. That's you know, you gotta have fun in what you're doing, man. Or else you know, mm-hmm. if you're being too stressed and serious right from the start, you're not gonna make it, man. Because you're gonna just kill yourself worrying about stupid little shit. So. To be good, you got to have fun with what you're doing, man. And I see big league guys every day having fun. And they're in the big leagues, man. You got to have fun. Also, big leaguers take a break, right? Yeah. Kids are now are special. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I know in Canada, you're playing oh, hockey, hockey you're, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still, it's too much of a grind, isn't it? I don't know, man. I think so, but to each their own. I but you see the, the best of the best. You know, yeah. And like I said, I mean, the game, even this game's changed. It's year-round, you know, yeah. everywhere now. But uh, yeah, man, you got to take a... Get away from it a little bit, you know, it's, you know, too much. I don't know. That's my opinion, man. You know, too much of it. You know, you're always around it. Sometimes you need to get away, take a blow. Like today, if this guy didn't wake me the fuck up, already, <laughs> I'm getting away from it today. It's my day off. <laughs> hey, but we're taking you down memory lane. It's all that other good yeah. stuff. Come on. <laughs> I have a feeling this guy, uh, no matter what, is always uh, like going to be talking shop. Oh, yeah. You, like you, somehow, some way. Oh, yeah. No One matter day what. I need to write a book. <laughs> <laughs> with the real story get the real yeah. story the yeah real we can only story. put so much on the podcast when you go back and you see some of the people that you've dealt with or do you even have a chance to like look back at all you're still a young man at 46 yeah you know honestly my memory like my wife makes fun of me my memory is shot i don't remember a lot of shit maybe too much drinking through the years i don't know but <laughs> what do you uh, drink whiskey i love whiskey cognac cognac and he's also the guy on plane rides Hustling the fuck out of Shut young kids in, 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 in cards. Hey. <laughs> He's a sneaky. No way. Fuck. He has never played cards at all. Never. I, I wish never. I know how much money he, no gambling. he took from Brett Cecil. Oh my god. I used to hear he was a du- he was a dumb <laughs> card player. And okay, you could say right. that. I so, can't say okay, that. Okay, so without saying any names, Brett Cecil. But um <laughs> when you see a kid come onto the bird. Right, uh-huh. I like just I just like saying bird. I don't uh-huh. know what it is, but when you see, you're like, okay, that that's a country bumpkin right there. I'm taking no, his money. You never, know, never, no, never. it's when these guys think that I want to enter that. I want to enter that card game, and everyone's like, dude, these guys have been doing it for a long time. <laughs> nah, nah, fuck that. I know what I'm doing. Okay, I never sat down on that for poker table. Never. So it's poker you play on the or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Okay, you don't have to say any names, but so it's how does how does this work on a plane? There's they have tables. There's tables. Okay, yeah, there's tables. There's but tables. are there different games going on? No, no it's right. one game. It's one game. Yeah. It's probably like, what, six, seven guys drop? Yeah, about seven, eight guys. And it's poker. It's poker, different. variety of games. Ver- yeah, but. but it's like the young guys that come in. And I mean, I'm not scared to say Brett so Sipchinski. Those guys always thought they were like <laughs> going to beat you guys. And I mean. They're like, and, but who, who gets to play to this game? It, mostly it's the older guys yeah. and then you know back then, like I, you, back then if you're a rookie you're not yeah, safe you're, you're, so you have to get invited to play yeah, the card game yeah, 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 yeah. but what if it's like I, I got a million dollars I'm gonna throw it down well, they'd always be like Rick Rick come in, come, come and play us come and play with us come and play with us <laughs> oh you knew right so you're like okay we know he's got a big boat alright yeah. so yeah. do you do that I don't. I just okay. Do the people in the table do that? Where they're like, "Hey, let's try to get him to play today." Well, I mean, if they need a player or two, and the young guy is wanting to go play, yeah. Hey, fuck it, we need a guy. If there's Come a on. seat open. Yeah. Come on. Oh, so if the kid is, oh, so the kid has to show initiative. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. I, I want to come sit down. And those guys, I never even like 
you I never would played? I sit there and just kind of look, and I was like, dude, I have no Wait, idea. Wait, were you a card player at all? No. No. I usually... I was, would you I, teach I was these guys how to play cards? No, everyone knows no. how to play cards. Yeah, you, you better know what you're doing. They're not going to teach you. They're not going to say, <laughs> no, hey... No, that's what I'm saying. Would you teach them? <laughs> no. And we hopefully might, one day he comes and plays? We might play a practice round one time. like. <laughs> but, yeah, but... And let him win? Yeah. Fuck, man. You want to play, you play. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Learn on your own. Yeah. Right, so this is... All right, this is interesting because I know a lot of people want to know now. How do you pay? What do you mean? How like, do you, pay? you pay up right away or? Yeah, I don't want to go into that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to give money out, though. We don't have to give the nah, numbers man, out there. man, you play. You sit down and everyone It's just like when you're at home, money, right? Yeah, like, it's like whatever your, your you home game. It's yeah. like your home game except you're on the on the, on on the, the plane. plane. That's on the plane. it. And that's how you pass time, right? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Is it every trip? Every yeah. trip. Every trip there's a card game. They just know, you just know who's going in. Yeah. Yeah. Do the Dominicans play? No. Not they really. don't, right? Not really. I mean, yeah, I mean, guys come back. Everyone, yeah. you know, everyone plays. Man. It just seems know. like that's the camaraderie. Oh, like, oh the best. Yeah. The best. Right? You, like Rick, you weren't playing, but you knew all the stories. Were oh, going I, there. Would, I would, yeah, I would, I would still stand. Yeah, 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 everyone's yeah. around, especially yeah. if everyone's like they get pumped up, just like in a casino. Yeah, I know. Oh, just oh, like yeah. that. Oh, you hear the, oh, the yeah. yelling and you get up and you're like, "What's going on?" You know, uh, and you just go and see. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Like yeah. that's the. All right, but do you play American money or the Canadian? You're <laughs> <laughs> playing euros. <laughs> <laughs> the Greeks we, getting you, bro. <laughs> so are people scared of you? No. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude. You ain't fucking with him. You ain't fucking with him. Shut the. We'll just leave it at that. You ain't fucking with him. Yeah. Oh no. man. So if you invite them, they say no, right? If Rick invites them, yeah, we'll come play. No, I don't invite nobody. I'm no, a fucking. You really coach. didn't invite anybody. <laughs> But I just, it was like the older guys, the yeah, older, the older like, guys. That's cool. We, come and play yeah. because there's card games in the game in the clubhouse too, right? Yeah, they're everywhere. All right. every sport. All right, yeah, yeah. not gambling, but you know, I'm, no, there's card games going on. Yeah, all whatever, man. Guys, some guys play chess, some guys play cards, some guys all kinds know, of stuff. The different things, you know. You uh, the ride has been good. So obviously, you don't have to say anything, but any name specific. But bullpen catchers are giving tips at the end of the year, right? Or uh, gifts or something like that. You know, you don't have to say any names, but like anything special that sticks out to you. Nah, man. You know, for me, it's more. At the end of the year, you know, it's a respect thing, guys. You know, it's just I'm just appreciative of what guys do Got for it. me. You know yeah. what I mean? And not just at the end, just through the whole year. You know, I, you know, like going to the All Star game. Whatever, with Joe, man. Yeah. Going out to dinner, hanging out. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, just you know. I show people respect. They show me respect. You know. That's Did it. you? Uh, who's a uh, Josh Tolly still waiting for his uh, Tolly? Tolly, Tolly caught the. Uh, oh, Johan's. Uh, Johan's no hitter. Oh, that's I'm right. still waiting for my painting. Johan told him, "I got a painting coming your way." <laughs> still waiting for it. Bushes. And then we were like, "Oh, how did uh, what did R.A. Dickey give you?" Oh, and he's like, God. "Oh shit, let's not get into that one either." <laughs> Yeah, I totally don't know nothing. I don't know. That, that's another thing. Like, the, the, like catchers, you guys are different breeds. Like you were a second man, but you beca- because you are crazy because oh. to put on a mask yeah. and gear and then go catch a hundred mile an hour cutter that's coming at your feet yeah. and do it over and over and over. Like you guys are just a different breeds. Like I said, my fingers all fucked up all year, and you know my oh, just I'm oh, sure, yeah, bro. I'm sure. But uh, man, it's a uh, now drop. We usually end the segment or this podcast with. If you had advice for your 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? Uh, don't take it so serious, man. You know, it's not the end of the world. Just have fun. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy what you're doing, man. Because at that, you know, at that age, you know, you're not... I mean, now I'm 47. You know, I look back, I'm like, you know what? I wouldn't enjoy... I would have 
enjoyed the ride more. I wouldn't have, like pressed so hard. I wouldn't have worried so much about you know going over four. Or, you know, it's just the stress you put on yourself, mm -hmm. man. It just it takes a toll. It's true you know? because it I takes look, a toll. I look back at 2012, and I'm like, man, I made. I remember. It, I made it a bigger deal than what it was. I remember, man. Yeah. We've had plenty of conversations. Yeah. I remember. And I remember, I remember that you know? year struggling and yeah. now thinking back about it i tell myself man why did i why, why was i so yeah. like stressed why? out about it why did i why did i worry so much yeah i cared yeah. but why did i why did i have those many sleep sleepless nights why did it right. why didn't i just go back to having fun and it just it you know but it as you know it's an age, at that time you're not thinking you're like not that. thinking like that no. because you want to do good yeah. and all that stuff but that's actually really really good advice you yeah. know and, and at I, 18 we're all full of ourselves yeah we have yeah, it all figured everybody out. everybody and yeah, at 28 at 38, whatever it is. Even, you know, whatever. But it's well, that's why we like asking the question because we get so many different answers. But enjoy the ride. And enjoy the fun. ride. Have fun. Don't, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself because all you're going to do is wear yourself out, man. And you're either going to do good or you're not. At the end of the day, you still go home. You have your family. You have your loved ones. You know, that's the most important thing. And I know it's hard to tell an 18-year-old kid mm -hmm. that because you don't think that way. But guys ask me questions i try to give them the advice and that's it man yeah you know? because we've been getting responses to this podcast people telling us they're like they like the question because to hear from people that have been to the top yeah. that have been the major leagues that have been to they've seen the whole world because of this beautiful sport and you hear kids that are in college right now like hey that was good i like that like if you can just open the eyes of one person and as ricky said this podcast you know people are listening to you and they're like, oh he's joking around but if you listen to what you're really saying nah. it's like damn this is deep it's good it's hard and it makes you appreciate what you have because how many guys did you play with that who never put on a uniform after they were 21 years yep. old? Oh, oh yeah. And oh, you, yeah. to this day, you're the one still doing it. No, man. I've been doing this a long time and I, you know, I don't take it, like we joke around yeah. and we have a good time, but I don't take it for granted. I tell people I'm the luckiest guy in the world to do what I do. I fell into it, but I'm holding on to it and I plan on holding on to it, but I'm lucky. I'm in the big leagues. I'm at home. I got a great family. That's the most important thing. And I show up and do my job, man. I don't take it for granted. It's just this this job is hard. Like, not my job, like mm -hmm. the big leagues. You know, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard to stay, mm -hmm. right? So, I don't know, man. I'm, I show up in the clubhouse every day, and I'm like, God, man, I'm in the big leagues, man. Yeah. Which and, you get at, there? and at home. Yeah. You know, and I'm at home. Like, mm -hmm. I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky. I can't be more luckier. What time do you get there? About 1 o'clock every day. One o'clock, you know, do my thing, get a little workout in, and then start preparing for the day, you know, do like get baseballs ready, you know, look at some video, whatever. Then guys start rolling in if someone needs something early, you know, like hitting in the cage. I mean, I, I take pride in that. I love the fact that I throw BP to the big guys every day, like for 18 years, like the Donaldsons, the Batistas, Frank Thomas, you know, Delga, all those guys. Like, I take pride in that, man, you know. I really enjoy that. And, you know, I mean, then catching all these guys. I mean, I just love it, man. I love it. I you love never want a coach? I, I think of myself as a coach. You know what I mean? Probably like manage or anything like that. You know, it's been brought up through the years, but I don't want to go back to the minor leagues. I'm at home. You know, I'm with. I get to go home every night. I get to see my daughter. I get to see my parents. You know, I mean, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm happy and peace of mind. Yeah, important. I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. If I'm in uh, the the crowd in Anaheim and I want a ball from you, what do I got to say? <laughs> you say no. I'm gonna give you shit. <laughs> I'm going to get ah. fucking kicked out. How, how many times have you heard, hey, give me a ball. Hey, give me a ball. A million times. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Nah, man. You know, we, the kids, The man. kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, my rookie year, I think, my rookie year, my second year, he'd always be like, 
hey dude you're throwing too many balls in the fucking stands you better stop doing that shit and i was like huh he's like stop wasting the fucking balls <laughs> he I would love, just fuck with me I like love that fucking with oh me. yeah and i was like all right dude like all right you, you won't see me throw <laughs> And, and then your, your mom shows up. Markham's chucking him Chuck out. Dude, him. Drop, drop said we can't throw him in the stands. He's like, oh, man, he's fucking with you, man. <laughs> so when a grown man with a glove is yelling at you, give me a ball. Nah, I mean, it <laughs> depends, you know. Some guys are assholes about it. A lot yeah, of people yeah. are. Like, it's like, bro, are you serious right now? The other day, well, you? It's the guys that are like, you're not paying for him. It's like, fuck off, The other off, day, dude. some guy... Well, uh, one of the bullpen catchers threw it at a fan, and the guy missed, and the little kid ran and grabbed it, and the grown man, hey, that ball was for me. Yeah, hey, great. give it back. That ball was for me. And Ace of Soka was there, like, dude, it's a little kid. Let yeah. him have it. Like, it was for me. I'm like, well, first of all, you got a glove and you missed? Yeah. You don't yeah, the no ball. shit. Yeah. I, you know, and I hate when we throw balls up to the kid, and guys do that. Oh, I jumped in front mm-hmm. of him. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. yeah kid, just, just, what's yeah. with you? What are you, you going to do with that baseball as a grown ass man? Jesus Christ! Yeah, smile on the kid's face, man. You dumbass. Hey. <laughs> hey, even the guys that are raking first base get asked, "Give me a ball." Yeah, me everybody, a ball. Does, everybody. Everybody. everybody does. Everybody, yeah. Does. No, but we appreciate you drop um, giving us this time. Honestly, no. man, I wanted to have you on, and I wanted to give uh, our listeners a little bit of a, you know, what it what the bullpen catchers do, and 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 you know, they play just an important role as anybody on the coaching staff. I've said that from day one. Uh, we lean on you guys a lot as pitchers and and as hitters too. You're you're obviously a BP thrower to to the big big dogs on the team, and uh, appreciate you taking the time, man. You it was so it. good to see you, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm sure uh, hopefully maybe one day we'll My do part two. My wife still says you're, she's your, you're the best. Why? I love your wife. She's the best. We just it's a backstory. But yeah, oh, it, okay. it's, a, it's a funny story. It's a funny story. Ricky's yeah, a, yeah, Ricky is the best. Is we always, best. I mean, so. I'll tell yeah, the story. I mean, I'm married now. Yeah, it, it was a funny story because, and I knew it was never going to happen. His wife, her cousin, First is, cousin. is Nicole, Nicole Scherzinger. Scherzinger. Oh, shut up! From the Pussycat Dolls. What's up? Yeah. So I'd always be like, drop, hook me he up with Nicole. Crush. Hook me up with Nicole, dude. <laughs> Every day. How did we wait an hour and ten minutes to get to Nicole? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, drop? Why are you holding back? Every picture. Oh, I know who she is. Every single she was on day. She on the reality show. Yeah. Every single day. Eden's like, crush, bro. As soon as I... Yeah, that's how yeah, it started. Yeah. I watched. She's so, my age. Oh, my God. Yeah. But then he'd what be the like, fuck? oh, no, he's do- she's dating uh, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton. And oh, then what? when I, I was in Toronto, and I'd always tell his wife, hey, where's Nicole? Where's <laughs> yeah, Nicole? And yeah, yeah. she's like, I'm doing I'm working. I'm working. I'm working. But it was just like a running <laughs> wait, joke. Wait, wait, Was she trying to... Was she really working? No, I oh, doubt no. it. No, but it was. He'd probably come in and say, hey. Oh, yeah. You're getting close. He was an asshole about it. <laughs> yeah, because she's from Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. See, I know. Not that I was in love with her, too. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. She's cool. She's cool. Hey, and yeah, this guy's like, I, I want you to tell me that she's a terrible person. And no, I and this like guy it. was always like, oh, yeah, she was over for dinner last night. I'm like, drop. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. you missed, bro. I yeah. tried to call you. You didn't pick up your phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> when you are born in a world you don't fit in, it's because you were born to help create a new one. Nicole Scherzinger, Scherzinger Perfume. 3.7 million followers. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't follow her, though. Yeah. But, uh, she's in Hong Kong right now. And the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast <laughs> is officially done. We're going to go start the Eden's Crush podcast. <laughs> Drop. Oh, we appreciate you as always. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to go get BP passes from you at Dodgers Hell Stadium. yeah. 
Because we need a BP pass at the Dodger Stadium. I can't help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we go way back to El Paso. Uh, anything you need, brother. All right. You got In it. El Paso, you got no it. No problem. Yeah. No fucking problem. What about problem. Louisville? Are you the man there? I'm, I don't know nobody anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you need BP passes, you got it. Man. All right, cool. We need them in Ottawa. Can we get that? No problem. I'll make Link? a phone call. Hey, yeah. do you have any, like, Even though they're gone. but Hey, do you have any like uh, like cool memorabilia that you got left besides your All-Star jersey? You know, honestly, I've never collected. Really? Never. No. People ask me for stuff, like, yeah, and I'll get people stuff. But personally, no, no man. I've never I wanted that El Paso Diablos jersey, never. man. I mean, I got my old hats. Yeah. The years, the minor league. Hats. What size? Oh yeah, quarter. Seven and a quarter. Yeah. I don't know about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of hair back. <laughs> <laughs> Job appreciated. Thanks, Thanks Rob. Appreciate it. Yeah,